Good morning, everybody. We have a mostly higher trade in the grain markets here early on Tuesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures up two and three quarters at 4.10 and a quarter. January soybeans up four and three quarters at 11.15 and a quarter. December Chicago wheat up three quarters of a cent at 5.98 and a quarter. December Kansas City wheat down a half cent at 5.52. December spring wheat unchanged at 5.54 and three quarters. We've got a USDA report today. USDA will release its monthly crop production and WASDE report today at 11 o'clock Central Time. The trade largely expects a friendly number uh, for corn and a friendly number for soybeans in particular. We're looking for some lighter production numbers and lighter carryouts for the U.S. versus last month. When you get into the uh, pre-report estimates here, the trade expects the corn yield for the U.S. at 177.7. That would be down from 178.4 last month. Soybean yield expected at 51.6 bushels per acre. That would be down from 51.9 last month. In regard to uh, the carryout projections for this uh 2020-2021 marketing year. Uh, the corn carryout expected to be uh, come in today at 2.033 billion. That would be down uh, pretty significantly from 2.167 last month. Soybeans expected to come in at 235 million bushels, which would be down sharply from 290 last month. Uh, the wheat number expected to be about unchanged. We're also looking for some slightly uh, lighter carryout numbers for the uh on the world balance sheets for uh, corn, soybeans, and wheat. So the trade very much expecting a friendly report today. Um, as always with these USDA reports, this is this is a game of figuring out what's been priced into the market and what hasn't. And I would certainly make the argument that uh, we've got a friendly report priced in to some extent. I think the trade knows that some of these changes are coming. If they don't come, if the trade, if, if USDA doesn't cut the corn yield, doesn't cut the bean yield, um, doesn't make the demand revisions that uh, some people expect, that's where you know some downside risk could come into play. Uh, the Brazilian government had their report out this morning. They actually increased their projection for the soybean crop. Uh, the uh, the Brazilian soybean crop now being pegged at 134.95 million metric tons, up uh, more than a million metric tons versus last month. So that, if realized, would be a new record by a long shot. I know that there are um, a lot of people talking about Brazilian weather, the fact that they've had some dryness and, and some issues there, uh, but these estimates continue to go up and that they did catch some rain this week, and I believe there's some more in the forecast. So even if they have a weather problem here, let's say you take 5 million metric tons off of this estimate from this morning on a weather problem, I mean, you've still got a record crop by that would exceed last year's record by 4 million. So I think that Brazil can probably tolerate some weather issues here. And the Brazilian government this morning telling us that uh, everything is is just fine and dandy. Uh, USDA had its crop progress report out yesterday. U.S. corn crop is 91% harvested, up from 82 last week and 80% on average. Uh, some states in the east are running behind their respective averages, Ohio, Kentucky, Tennessee. Uh, Missouri is also slightly be- behind average, just about everywhere else above average. Soybean crop is 92% harvested versus 87 last week and 90 on average. Uh, some areas in the east and, and some delta areas are running behind schedule. Uh, North Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio, Arkansas, and Mississippi a little bit behind schedule. Uh, most other states, again, running uh, above or well above their respective averages. 
Winter wheat crop rated 45% good to excellent, uh, up from 43 last week, still behind the 55% average. You've got kind of a, a divide here. The, you've got some really bad ratings in your key HRW states. The Texas crop is 34% good to excellent. Oklahoma's 52% good to excellent. Kansas, only 31% good to excellent. Colorado, 24% good to excellent. Uh, Nebraska, 43% good to excellent. But then you look at some of your SRW areas, some of your areas in the Northwest, and they're doing much better. So you've got kind of a divide there. Uh, that crop is now 93% planted uh, winter wheat nationally, up from 89 last week, 91 on average. U.S. stock market set fresh all-time highs yesterday prior to a setback. Uh, the S&P 500 and the Dow Jones both traded fresh all-time highs intraday yesterday prior to some late-day selling. You had that news yesterday, of course, regarding a COVID vaccine from Pfizer that sent the markets racing higher. I, I think the idea here is that you you could retu- return to a more normally functioning U.S. economy if these vaccines uh, come to fruition, if uh, they're widespread. I know that there's going to be issues with distribution, logistics issues, um, that the timing is still very much uncertain. But uh, that helped to to push the stock market up. And we still had higher closes yesterday. Uh, the stock market's mixed here um, this morning. A couple of notes on carry in the corn market. Uh, we've had a little bit of carry put back into the corn market here over the last couple of weeks. Uh, the December 20 out to March 21 spread traded a small inverse in late October. It's trading um, a seven or eight cent carry here this morning. Uh, the December 20 out to July 21 spread offers about 13 and a quarter cents of carry this morning. That spread also traded an inverse in late October. Um, typically, that December to March spread, you'd like to see 10 to 15 cents if you're going to roll short futures or HTAs. Typically, in that Ds to July spread, you'd like to see 25 or 30 cents of carry before you roll short futures or HTAs. Um, I don't know if those opportunities will become available this year, but uh, the spreads are moving in the right direction for you if you have some some December uh uh, contracts priced either futures or HTAs, and you have the bin space. Um, so the, the spreads have been moving in your direction if you're planning on on rolling some of this stuff and putting the corn in the bin. Cattle market finished sharply higher yesterday. Um, December fat cattle were up more than three dollars. Um, most of the other contracts were up at least two dollars. Feeder cattle were up three to four dollars. Um, January feeders were almost up five dollars. So we had a really nice move there. I think that uh, this vaccine news was considered to be very positive uh, for the cattle market and, and the cattle market in a lot a lot of times when you have these big moves will kind of mirror what's going on in the stock market which is always interesting so uh, a very nice action there yesterday had the cash open the Dow Jones is up 220 points the S&P is down three or four uh, Nasdaq's down a couple hundred the uh, bonds are up US dollars up just a few ticks crude oil is up 32 cents at uh, 4061 in the December WTI gold's up 23 bunks $23, uh, uh, just uh, retracing some of those losses from yesterday. If you'd like some more information, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan. If you would like to know when, how, and specifically I am pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year, it's broken down by crop, by crop year, and by percentage. It's tracked every single day. Um, I let you know exactly where I stand every day, and uh, you don't need a futures or options account. Um, uh, there's no other obligation, no other fee. Again, cancel that deal at any time. Certainly check that out. Everyone have a uh, wonderful day today. Remember, report at 11. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.